or come to you when you call it, stealing food from the table, excessive barking, aggression issues. You name it, we'll work together to solve it. I help people understand their dog. I'm very fond of that. If you want to get a hold of me, go to countrypetin.com or call 674-8582. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. Cowboy football fans, season tickets are on sale now for the 2023 season. The season schedule features the home opener against Texas Tech, along with conference matchups against Colorado State, Fresno State, New Mexico, and Hawaii. Season tickets start at just $170, so don't miss any of the action as the Cowboys return to War Memorial Stadium this fall. Renew or purchase your season tickets today at GoWIO.com tickets or call 307-766-7220. Prime Rate Motor, they recently had a customer stop in and inherited a vehicle and wanted to use it as a trade-in on the first car for their daughter who actually drove the old Blazer into the dealership. Prime Rate's team went right to work showing the soon-to-be college student what her parents had in mind, but she had her eye on the baby blue crossover. In the end, she drove out in the baby blue crossover, which gets great gas mileage and is a safe car for back and forth to Laramie. Problem solved here at Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store, 2305 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan. Fox Sports Radio is back in Sheridan every weekend on 106.3 FM. Tune into the best sports lineup in the nation all day Saturday and all day Sunday on Sheridan Media Smart Talk 106.3 FM. The Fox Sports Weekend lineup brings you all the sporting news and controversial conversations from coast to coast. Don't miss Fox Sports Radio all weekend, every weekend on Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM. We are First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. Brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, this morning, the freeways are a little slick, but they are passable, folks. 
just take your time when you head on out there. Coming over this morning, the speed limit was about 55, and I would say that is almost perfect for the conditions that are <laughs> that are going on out there. Any faster, and uh, you might end up in a ditch. So make sure that you're taking your time. Leave a little bit early. Uh, we're almost out of it. We're just about out of this season, and then we can actually... Uh, Travel to our heart's content. Now, this morning, I am joined by Sheridan County Commissioners Tom Ringley and Lonnie Wright. Good morning, Commissioners, and welcome back to the show. Morning, Floyd. Morning, sir. Now, uh, how are you guys faring in this weather? Uh, how, how's how's the farm? Uh, I was just talking to my friends at the courthouse this morning and saying that my morning has not been too productive because I was stuck this morning in my own driveway. Oh. <laughs> I'm driving over on a ranch road to take care of some horses and it was you know no no sunshine just kind of <laughs> flat light and the wind was blowing and the snow was coming down and i i got a little too close to a drift and fell through the crust and that was the end of that uh. so i had to get my wife out to help me and <laughs> there's nothing worse than having to ask your wife for help you <laughs> come know help me. Come, come dig me out sweetheart yeah. right right Right, Commissioner so, so, Ringley, how about you? So she's got leverage now, right? Oh, she always <laughs> she always does. <laughs> Stop by the flower store before you head home. Right. I think today, huh? Yep. Uh, how about you, Commissioner Ringley? How's your winter been? Oh, my mine's been fine. Um, but I, you know, I'm I'm just thinking about all this uh, road and bridge crews out there coping with all this. Just want to give a shout out to them. Absolutely. You know, they've just done stellar stuff. So. Uh, Hopefully the worst of it's over, but never say never. Yeah, I was uh, talking to Lieutenant Jorgensen from the Highway Patrol, and he said him and his team are really looking forward to that break, but they all already know we got a couple good storms left. Uh, and then, of course, the big wet spring storms are going to be coming every once mm-hmm. in a while. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be good if we get rid of some of the snow we've got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Some places are just nowhere else to put it, you know. You right. know, that's something that I've I've noticed uh in the storage areas for snow. It's right. getting getting pretty dang full. It uh is, yeah. it, you know, you can only really stack that stuff up so high. Right. And and in one uh instance somewhere here in town, I I saw one of those large snow piles pushing back on one of those chain link fence mm-hmm. so much that mm-hmm. they're going to have repairs to do. Uh, come spring, I right. guarantee it. It's just and then, then there's a piling up in the mountains, right? Absolutely. Someday he's going to go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, that's something that uh, we're going to talk about here in a little bit. So uh, stick with us, folks, on that because uh, you know when it comes to the spring thaw uh, around this neck of the woods, that can be a concern. But uh, first, let's let's talk about our plow uh, county operators. How are they? How are they doing? How are they holding up? Have you gone down and spoken with them a bit, or heard word? I've, I've talked to Rowdy Branson, <coughs> Road and Bridge Supervisor. Um, he thinks they're holding up pretty well. Good. You know, he runs a pretty good ship. He's kind of a good leader, and they, they all have a good attitude. So, it's trying for them, but they're hanging in there. We're proud of them. You know, it's just it's one of those jobs. It, where you just know I'm going to be busy. It's Wyoming. <laughs> I'm going to be in that plow early in the morning. Uh, you know, it's the early morning crew along with the plow operators. There's uh, Trevor. <laughs> you know, I think he gets here about 3 a.m. in the morning. Right. Yep. Well, they're out there trying to get the roots plowed for school, right? Hey, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So hats off to them. We're exactly. proud of them. Yes, and, and thank them all for, for everything that they do for us. They keep the wheel turning. Uh, quite literally. How are things out at the airport during this time of year? 
Well, the I actually flew out of there um, a couple of weeks ago. I guess it's about three weeks ago now. Um, and um, I was telling some of my friends at the courthouse, I learned way more about de-icing fluid than I ever really wanted to know. <laughs> the day I left, it was 24 below. Oh, wow. Um, the, the de-icing fluid is only good down to 19 below. So we had a little bit of a delay so it could warm up a little bit so they could actually de-ice the plane. Um, but, you know, it's it's not anybody's fault. It's just that's just the way it is, yep. you know. So anyway, um, I think they're doing great. We actually had a um, meeting out there um, a few days ago and went for a little walk around tour of the expansion of the uh, baggage area and the tic- the new ticketing area of the airport building, the terminal building, the expansion they're doing. And it's going to be really nice. It's going to be just a, a beautiful, beautiful facility when. When they get complete, I think maybe end of April, beginning of May, they're talking about having it complete. But oh wow, so they're they've come a long way. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the end of April they're looking at, but there may be a slight delay in getting the the carousel in. You know, yeah, that, you know that might be the last piece. That yeah. might be sometime in May, but it's looking really really good. People are yeah. gonna really like it. It's gonna be a proper airport and good traffic flow for the people you know inside the terminal mm-hmm. and it's a major improvement now speaking of the major improvement um w- when we walk into the airport if it's been uh, a while since we have flown out when i walk in is it going to look completely different i yeah. mean is it almost like a we we yeah. ripped the the lobby down to bare bones and then just pretty much it yeah the the you know previously the ticketing counter was kind of um kind of you walk in and you kind of faced it but now it's going to be off to the left i believe the way i understand it so trying to like tom says maximize the traffic flow you know walking the pedestrian flow through the airport making sure you know this line is not in the way for people trying to get their bags while they're trying to check in to go on the next flight so just thinking about flows of people yeah you know when, yeah. It's, when it is busy so commissioner ringley uh you've been around for a while you've been paying attention to that airport for quite some time um do you feel that uh these improvements will help to draw more people to fly in and out i don't know if they'll draw more people to fly in and out because people have been flying in and out regardless of what the terminal was like you know really we're yeah. we're at maximum capacity almost on all our 12 flights a week wow but it's just going to make it a lot nicer for those that do you know mm-hmm. i don't think anybody's saying hey i'm going to fly to sheridan because i think they got a terminal improvement yeah, that was the <laughs> that was the deciding factor right there right I but, if, go, but, I wanna... if, but if you do come in you're going to think man this is really nice yeah you know, so. if they want to come and see a really cool baggage carousel <laughs> yeah we're going to have one <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> brand new folks yeah. brand new well so, it's, so it's going to be good it it that's really good to hear that they're that close and right. it sounds like by middle of summer probably they'll be right well Full into up. operations of the new equipment kind of working bugs out cuz right. how off uh, how things gone with the uh, installation of that large i think it's a large x-ray machine that was put in yeah, yeah i mean they they use it it's it's being used it's being used oh currently. yeah no all the bags that go out go through that machine um, actually saw it the other day. They were working above it, and they had it covered up with tarps to keep right. dust and dirt from, yeah. or anything else from dropping on it because it's a. I think it's a pretty delicate 
instrument and they're taking care to protect it. So that was good. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's because of that, the size of that thing right. that everything kind of kicked off in the first place. Well, they, they kind of um, had to get it in place before the construction really started, you know, so it's, everything's happened around it, but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but it's there and it's working and it is a big piece of equipment. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic to hear. And it's good to hear that right. uh, by midsummer, hopefully right. everything will be going, uh, Pretty easily. Now, uh, with the onset of spring comes the need for road repair. Do we have a schedule that we like to follow here <laughs> in the county? <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I I wouldn't even want to guess what the, what I mean, um, no one's seen, I haven't seen gravel on my driveway for months now, yeah. it seems like. So I can imagine what it's going to be like once we do get a thaw and on some of the some of the gravel roads out in the county are going to be are going to definitely going to need some attention. I know just looking at you know some of the state roads and some of the city roads, we've got some pretty good potholes starting yeah. up. All the water's gotten down in and popped everything out of a either either a previous repair or or a you know a chink in the armor of the road. So um, yeah, I can I don't know that there's a schedule. I'm sure. Our uh, road and bridge folks have something in mind. Now, when it comes to like a dirt road, and and I, I I do realize that none of us in here is a trained engineer for when it comes to roads, but it if we take our time, once the the spring thaw really kicks in, uh, we can help prevent that washboard effect that takes place. It's it's when people travel on these roads at high speeds and they're muddy that that washboard begins correct yeah. so when they go to slow down i always think yeah when they slow down that's what <laughs> causes <laughs> makes the divots. washboards that's yeah. what i've always thought but i don't know for sure floyd like you say we're we're not trained engineers but. now <laughs> we don't really have too many miles of county road to maintain do we uh, only 500 600 miles of county roads are they are are all of those twenty about twenty six are paved miles are paved okay the all the rest is gravel uh has there been any voice concern over the the paving as of yet not to my knowledge no nothing that they they no. want to get to work on right away no the highway eighty seven and fourteen do those fall strictly under white dot to maintain those highways yes yes yeah, yeah they do. Now, does Whiteout approach you with the repairs that are going to be done on that, or do they just kind of go out and get those finished? They just take care of it, whatever their their program is. So you guys don't have to give any kind of approval or or no. Okay, no. Now that, that's not to say that there's not some coordination required if they're going to do some projects on right. a state highway that can affect the county. There's a lot of conversation and coordination that goes on. So now there's you know lots and lots of county roads that dump onto those state yeah. roads. And so coordination would always be a good thing to have, I suppose. How, how quickly or uh, how closely have they, have they worked with you or updated you on Ranchester Bridge project that's going on? I don't, I don't know that uh, that's just something that's happened. We haven't really had an input okay. into it. It's just a, a wide out project that they're doing. Now, if if folks do have a concern with something that's happening on 84 or 14 or in the instance of that Ranchester Bridge, 
it's not the commission that they approach. They would have to go directly to YDOT. That's true. That doesn't mean that we don't get input maybe from citizens yeah. that, that get passed on to White Hot. You know, the right. en- engineering department might get some complaints and they'll pass it on to YDOT. So, but basically it's a YDOT program. I can completely YDOT operation right. going on out there on those roads. Uh, now, recently, the Sheridan County Commission ratified a letter of support for YDOT, an application for a raise grant. Uh, what are the details around uh, this raise grant? And I do believe it's called the US 87 YO335 Coffeine Avenue project. What is that? That's a, that's a project that I thought was delayed until, I mean, talking to the YDOT folks, I think it was delayed till 2027 or 2028, depending on, you know, like everything else, what money is available. And how things pan out. And how yeah. things shake out. Um, I think because of some maybe grant money that might be available, I think that letter went to our uh, Secretary of Transportation to try to, I don't know, maybe jump us up in the list a little bit. I don't know if that's exactly the terminology or, or the way to look at it. But, um, yeah, that project starts, I believe, at Sheridan College and goes all the way to the junction where 335 takes off towards Bighorn. Um, and it's going to be from the college to basically the bridge on Little Goose. It's going to be two lanes each way and a turn lane in the middle. And then from the bridge on, I believe it's one lane each way with a turn lane in the middle. Oh, fantastic. So they're going to be widening that. A Big bit. time. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the uh, from the college down to basically Woodland Park, they've already widened out that and put new water lines in, widened everything out. And if you'll notice, if you ever go that way at home, the fire hydrants are like 40 feet off the road where they would normally be right close to the right away. They're way out there, and that's why, because they're going to widen that out. So. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's uh, kind of a sign for us if we ever see uh, fire yeah. hydrants heading out. And I think the the letter to the Secretary of Transportation was to try to maybe speed that along a little bit instead of waiting until 2027, 28, maybe 2023, 24. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Fingers know. crossed, right? Yeah. Uh, there, hopefully there's going to be a lot of projects uh, here within Sheridan and Sheridan County. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that they're getting ready to kick off the big Main Street project, right. and, and that's mm-hmm. going to do a lot here. Oh, and Floyd, another part of that big project, or another big part of that project, is the bridge. They're going to replace that bridge on Little Goose. So it's going to be um, obviously wider and bigger. And um, across it, you know, the part that crosses the creek is going to be wider. So maybe a little bit less flooding uh, potential. That's always good to hear. Yeah. Uh, so at some point in time, it's going to be interesting navigating south out of Sheridan. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. There might be a couple of uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's detours. It's been done before, you know, and they have detours and yeah. whatever. Big project, but in the end, it's probably uh, needs to be done. And so folks who who live out south there might want to consider. Uh, maybe either finding alternate routes or uh, because I'm sure, you know, the detours that they make are usually pretty. Good. Oh, yeah, they'll figure it all you out. We, we, they've done it before when they had detours and we all went through that several years ago. Mm-hmm. So it'll all work out. It'll be inconvenient. But, hey, you got to get the work done. So. Absolutely. These roads, uh, you know, 
they can only get uh, so old and only so many potholes can be filled before the it's kind of like the broom, right? right. <laughs> you replace the, the bottom of the broom, and then you got to replace the top of the broom. Do you ever, is it the same broom? <laughs> well, eventually you got to replace the handle, right? So. That's right. <laughs> All right. On that, we're going to have more with the Sheridan County Commissioners when we return. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Find Atlas Chiropractic at their new location, 41 East Burkett. They're still offering the same great service to all new and existing patients. If you have aches and pains or debilitating back or shoulder conditions, call Dr. Colin Hardy, 672-6000. He can alleviate your pain, reduce your physical stress, and boost and maintain your immune system function. With each adjustment, your central nervous system is supported and strengthened. Call Dr. Hardy, 672-6000. Schedule your appointment with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic, now at 41 East Burkett. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's the kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back, and there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that is time to get your 4 before side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. 4 before spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Time for new tires? Your timing couldn't be better because Midas is rolling out the best deals on top-rated tires. Buy three, get one free with installation on Cooper and hand-cooked tires and up to a $100 mail-in rebate. Midas also has big savings on brakes, shocks, fluid flush, even save 20 bucks on an oil change. Check out the Midas ad in the Country Bounty for details. Roll into Midas before the end of the month for these big savings. Midas Tire and Auto on East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. It's your last day to spring into action and bid on the Spring Into Savings online auction at SheridanMedia.com. Place your bids, gift certificates to Sheridan Custom Stone. We have movie theater passes, dog boarding and training, day spa certificates, a pivoting ramp system for your truck. We've got restaurant certificates, retail store certificates from Sheridan and Buffalo. Browse your items, place your bids. The Spring Into Savings online auction at SheridanMedia.com ends tonight at 8 p.m. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. 
This morning, we are speaking with Sheridan County Commissioners Tom Ringley and Lonnie Wright. Now, with the influx of funds this year, Wyoming lawmakers were able to put $1.4 billion, with a B, into savings, splitting the amount into two separate funds. Direct distributions were not at risk this year, but all too often, they are an option to cut. Commissioners, do we know if any funds were actually added to the amount of direct distributions? Yes, they have. They added like, what, 20, 26% or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it boiled down to, I can only talk in local terms, we used to get about a million dollars from direct distribution. Now we're going to get about, I think it's 1.8, so about $800,000 extra. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, so, yeah, they, they added to it, and, uh, you know, we're grateful. We're trying to do good things with it. Yep. Um. Yeah, so it was. It didn't seem to be a point of contention this year like it has in past years. It always passed, but there was always some serious discussion about reducing it or cutting it in some quarters. So uh, it's pretty stable right now, and we appreciate that. Now, uh, with, the, with the amount that's gone into savings, uh, looking into the future, uh, have you sat with the thought that maybe it won't be at risk? For a couple of years, at least, or do you? Is that something that y- y- you want to stay on your toes about and, yeah. and look over the wall towards Cheyenne just to make sure? <laughs> you know, I, even I, even in the good years, yeah. You know, I, I would never want to be presumption and say that. Don't, don't want to take anything for granted. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but things being what they are, it looks like for the next two. Well, it's a two-year thing anyway. Mm-hmm. So who knows what the future is going to bring? But uh, my impression is, with the extra money they're putting in savings, it's going to allow the Wyoming legislature to be a lot more even in the out years when things aren't so good. That's the whole idea, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. But right now, I, we're not talking about being threatened by having direct distribution cut. So. And it's actually good, I think, that they added a little bit. That way it gets kicked back. Um, even though the city of Sheridan does pretty good on its own. Uh, right. You know, speaking with Mayor Rich Bridger, he has said right. in the past, it wouldn't really hurt us that much. But what it would hurt are the are the smaller communities in the county. For sure. Yeah. I mean. Well, well that's always the case. And I, I can't. Re- I've seen the numbers of their increases. Uh, I can't remember what they are. But mm-hmm. uh it's going to help them. It's still small, you know. Mm-hmm. Small towns and communities have a real mm-hmm. problem getting major projects done. You know, they end up having to save up for three or four years to do something that's kind of crucial. So, I don't think this will solve all their problems, but it'll be better than it was. Yeah. Are there uh, techniques or strategies that we can use up at the county to help some of these smaller communities in times of an emergency, uh, water line break uh, or something like that within their infrastructure? Uh, when they approach the county, are there, is there a fund that we can draw from? Or? Uh Lonnie, you want to answer that? I'm, I'm thinking. I, I don't, <laughs> we, don't, we, we, we don't have a contingency fund to say yeah. that. That, that's not to say that, uh, you know, we wouldn't step up and try and f- figure out a way. But usually the, they kind of work it direct, like their water problem they had of the wells. I think they went direct to the state. Yeah, they can. And, and I think uh, Dave Kinski, Senator Kinski, was involved in that. So they yep. kind of worked it that way. Yeah. Because they are independent municipality. Yep. So, they're, they, you know, they're not a substructure of the county. They're a municipality. Yeah. So they work it that way, but that's not to say that if there's a huge big problem came up, 
kind of would step up and really be interested in trying to help out, mm-hmm. whatever sure. that might be. However they can, yeah. yeah right, so. right. Now, uh, how do we usually use our direct distributions at the county level? Uh, I know I'm asking you to kind of dig back into your budget memory here, but what are the ways that we like to to spend that money? I was just going to say, I, I think it can be used for just about anything except for except pay- payroll, uh, payroll benefits, you know. and, and employee benefits. So, so it, it gets it gets spread out far and wide. It becomes uh, part of our general fund, really. Okay, so it kind of goes to a little bit of everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. W- once that shows up, do you put that directly into general yeah. The the mm-hmm. that savings account, I guess we should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, what are your thoughts on uh, the session this year? As as the <laughs> you've got something, uh, I'd oh, love no. to hear it. I'd love to hear it. What are your thoughts on? Uh, well, the- uh, my my fellow commissioners and I went to the it, the um, uh, breakfast meeting yesterday. It's called Eggs and Issues. Yeah. And yeah. all the legislators were there, um, and it was. It was, and actually, uh, uh, Harriet Hageman was there, and and it was a really good, informative uh, talk that we got from all of them. They all got up and spoke and answered questions. Um, I think everyone, including all of the people who spoke, were disappointed that the one major thing they went to Cheyenne to do was to do something with property tax relief, and they did get something. I think they they did some minor things, but, uh, the big, um, you know, giant kahuna that everybody was looking for to give everybody relief did not come to fruition. And a lot of things, a lot of bills, I think there were 21 bills that had something to do with property tax and yeah, they all died a a terrible death. It sounds like. There aren't, there aren't, there aren't any quick fixes because every, every proposal out there in some way, is affected by the constitution, you know? So you're always mm-hmm. talking about a constitutional change, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. two thirds of us, <clears throat> then it has to go before the voters. So it's, you know, there's no quick fix. And I, I would say, I, I was reading some comments on sharing media the other morning on uh, property taxes. There's one person says, well, you know, the governor could take care of this with a stroke of a pen and just reduce it. And I thought, Thank God we don't have a system where a governor can do that. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's a yeah, big know. misunderstanding because yeah. I've seen somewhat the same thing. Uh, I saw somebody make a comment that well, if they wanted to, they could just yeah. write this off, and they can't. Uh, matter of fact, some I'm not that's, saying that those that's bills unconstitutional, tried, but you know, exactly right. <laughs> when when you know a lot of those bills went up, like you said, Commissioner Ringley, all of a sudden. You can't do that. It's literally unconstitutional. Mm, And to change the Constitution, we got to go to the voters. You can't just do what we want. The system is in place for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you 110% on that, Commissioner, when you said, I don't want to be part of a system where they could do that. Uh, they could in Venezuela, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe in some other other place. But <laughs> yeah. we have a constitution that must be followed. So it's so it's cumbersome and it's kind of inconvenient that you can't do things really quickly with a snap of the fingers and offer instant relief. Um, but but that's the way it is. And that's world, the way it's meant yeah. to be. It's yeah. meant to be difficult to change things. Yeah, 
Um, and I, I guess the way I understand it, the thing that did go through, which is a uh, a change in the Constitution, um, is to add a fourth category for uh, real um, for property to be taxed at, and so that is what is going to get voted on. Then they have to come back and actually do something with that category. Now, so all this, that's got to be written. Yeah, this vote is just to break that residential property out of the other categories, so it's by itself. And then the legislature has to come back and then actually do something with that category, which you know, might be another 20 bills. I don't know. Well, it, it very well. I imagine it probably will. I'm sure everyone who's got an idea, you know, and I'm sure some of those bills that did die this year, once that gets changed in the Constitution, well, now I can just take that bill that I proposed a couple of years ago, rewrite it, mm-hmm. and bring it forward once again. Uh, and, and it is a long, slow process to change the Constitution. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. And, well, and, and like you said, Commissioner right. Wright, for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people can't just go in there and kind of do whatever the heck they yeah. want. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the short-term solution or the short-term strategy to helping people with these property taxes, we've got the Wyoming uh, property tax refund program. Yeah. Uh, is is our treasurer planning on uh, having an influx of folks come in and grab those applications? You know, I, I was talking to our, I wasn't talking to the treasurer, I was talking to the assessor the other day. I kind of asked him about, well, we've had this, they've had this program for some time. Are people using it? And the answer was yes. Yeah. You know, they have been using I don't, don't I don't know the numbers, but, you know, I think the treasurer's office set one day aside and dedicated one person to handling it applications. Yeah. So I think we would expect to see uh, an influx, uh, an increase in the people that apply for that uh, property tax refund. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I really do uh, think that the more people that can apply for that, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not a, a hand me. Uh, it's not a handout. Right. You know, uh, it, it is a refund program. You've paid into this. And the more you use it, Mm-hmm. the more we're showing Cheyenne how needed this relief really yeah. is yeah. because that's what they're going to be looking at. Mm-hmm. They're going to be looking at how many applications came through, mm-hmm. how many made it all the way, how much money did we have to hand back. Right. We really need some property tax relief. And so I would encourage anyone out there who even believes they may be eligible to head on down there and and fill out one Check of those applications. Yep, right. yep. Uh, because this is really a technique that we have uh, to show Cheyenne how bad the situation has gotten. Not just for relief, but to really show them how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, is there anything um, that the commission would have liked to have seen get done during session that just didn't outside of those property taxes? Uh, I can't. The, the property tax thing for me was numero uno, so I... Um, I'm sure there's other things. I just can't think of what they would be right now, Floyd. So there's there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Uh, you know, uh, you kind of wonder about. Uh, so, sometimes a, a legislator will have a little local problem in his constituency, and somebody will come to him and complain about it, and then all of a sudden, it becomes embedded in state statute, and the solution has to be 
complied with by everybody. Right? Yeah. When it may not even be a problem every place else. Yeah. A, yeah. A good example is uh, they just passed a law, a statute that says if you are a subdivider, you know, if you want to subdivide some property in an area which is adjacent to land that could be grazed, uh, then you have to fence the subdivision. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, this is, it seems ridiculous to me, but so, but it it, it it was probably a problem. Some you know, in one place where some guy's cows got into somebody's backyard, right? Something like that. And now we have a law that's statewide where everybody has to comply with this, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's just kind of nuts, I think. But it, but it has become law, and so our planning and zoning um, uh, folks are you know we got to adjust our local rules and regulations to accommodate that. And we will. Yeah. But I would suspect there'll be some challenges to it. Yeah. It legally. Yeah. You think some folks are going to take that I think people court. would be asking for attorney general's opinion on interpretation and whatever, but, uh, that's a big deal. Let's say you big, do a big, you know, 80 acre subdivision someplace as a developer, you got to fence the whole thing. Gosh, that's going to be a penny. Major. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's like, uh, well, we'll see where it goes. And I'm not moaning. I'm just saying that sometimes local problems get... Uh, Mountains out of mohills, right? Yeah, like, well, <laughs> it, it, might, it might have been a mountain in that particular county where it happened, but to change the state statute so everybody has to do this seems to me a bit mm-hmm. not quite the right way to go. Mm-hmm. I wish they'd solve more problems locally is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Local, local solutions for local problems. Law, yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with you on that. Anyway, that, That's just one little thing that always interests me. Well, absolutely. I would agree with you 110% on that because that's one thing that I've always kind of, you know, stick local, <laughs> you know, you get, you get too far past local and, and we start getting into a quagmire of other issues and other yeah. opinions. Right. Uh, so you stick local and those problems are solved right here at home. Uh, then I think it's a, it's a it's much better solution for everybody mm-hmm. involved. All right. We're going to continue with our Sheridan County Commissioners when we come back. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds her random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Bates team at Best. While more isn't always better, when working with a real estate team, it certainly can be as each agent has a specialized role. Working with the team also offers a ton of flexibility. For those that are seeking a primary agent to build rapport with, the other agents can act as a support system. The opposite is true for those focusing on 24-7 service. A team of pros balancing their respective roles is the easiest way to accomplish this. So start working with the best today and choose the Bates team. Call us at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net. Proudly brokered by EXP. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support 
personable care and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Shan Foster with the Country Pet Inn talks about dog training and behavioral issues that dog owners may be experiencing. If the dog's not listening to you consistently and with distractions, it's not trained. And most people say, well, my dog's trained. It can sit, it downs, it comes when I call it. But what about when Joe Squirrel runs by? What about when that semi comes by honking its horn? Well, those are the things that I train for in real life. Most of the time, it's all through basic obedience. Now, by doing that, you take care of a lot of the behavioral issues, shyness issues, aggression issues, possession issues. When you put that dog in that mode or the dog understands its role, a lot of those things go away. Whether your dog has obedience issues where it doesn't listen to you or come to you when you call it, stealing food from the table, excessive barking, aggression issues, you name it, we'll work together to solve it. I help people understand their dog. I'm very fond of that. If you want to get a hold of me, go to countrypetin.com or call 674-8582. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we're speaking with the Sheridan County Commissioners, Tom Ringley and Lonnie Wright. Now, uh, real quick, uh, Commissioner Wright, we were talking about this during the break. Let's talk some announcements that you would like to give out this morning. Uh, and this one's kind of a big deal. For sure, uh, Floyd. Thank you. Um, with uh, Mother Nature having the power to just kind of flick us with her uh, index finger and knock humanity out of existence, <laughs> we, we you know, know that depending on how the how the snow melt comes, whether it comes nice and easy and nice and slow like we all hope or, uh, you know, catastrophic uh, heat wave, um, we wanted to announce where there are going to be sand and sandbag um, uh, stations set up. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of them is at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds, where it, where it always is. Uh, the City of Sheridan Service Center on Crow Lane uh, the fire hall in Story, uh, the fire hall in Bighorn, the Sheridan County shop just off a of short road, um, Ranchester Town Hall, and the Dayton Town Shop. So those lo- locations will have sand and sandbags. And um, I know Jesse, our our emergency services coordinator, um, is uh, the other day I was speaking with him, and he actually had some volunteers that we're going to pre-fill some bags and have them on, maybe have them on pallets. Um, but you never know how much to do. You don't want to have them filled and then not need them, and then and then they deteriorate, and you got, you know, a bunch of a bunch of useless sand and sandbags. So he was going to do some and have them uh, pre pre uh, made. So that's that's a good thing, I think. 
Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, <clears throat> when I was in the the Wyoming Guard, we were on a couple flood details. I'd been sent to uh, kind of the four corners of the state during uh, one year or another to help out with these these floods that happen. Mm. And one thing that I learned in all of that was, if you suffer from flooding on your property, get them up early, and you can never have enough. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid uh, to get out there and get yourself the ample amount of sandbags that you need mm-hmm. and build those walls. These things work. I've yeah. watched them work multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so take advantage of this situation, folks. If uh, in years previous you had a, a river running through your property, <laughs> now was the time to prepare. Yeah, uh, I do realize there's still a lot of snow on the ground, but uh, as you said, sir, one good heat wave, and that could change. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's amazing how fast it can change in just a day. Mm-hmm. It does. And people, you know, we know where we we know which areas flood. Mm-hmm. You know, and the people that live in them obviously do. If they, they're there sometimes, so there's no there's no reason not to be as prepared as you can be. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. But you know, the the other side of the sandbag deal is you're absolutely right. But then. Flooding's over and summer's here, and you got all these sandbags. Now what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's always a chore, but you right. know it's a necessary evil. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it really is. And and uh, so I would just encourage folks to head on down there as soon as they possibly can, even if you just fill a couple of a day and mm-hmm. and pack them back to the house. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, who knows? In two or three weeks, when anything everything starts to change, you might be set ready to go right true. just kind of make that uh one of your stops in the morning or the evening mm-hmm. uh we've got that list out there i know we've got that up online right now at sheridanmedia.com so if you need a refresher feel free jump on there folks. and it'll be on a, a county website as well for sure. absolutely uh now uh when we uh, uh spoke with uh, uh emergency management coordinator jesse ludicaus is he is he talking about a, a lot of potential flooding this year did he bring that up um, it just varies so much year to year. I think the potential is here this year, maybe more than normal. Just the amount of snow down in the valley and then the snow up on the hill. Um, it, it's all, you know, Mother Nature's writing the book. Yeah. We, we're just here to, to watch. So <laughs> it's, it's her world. We just live in it. <laughs> That's right? right. That's right. Uh, and, and, uh, gosh, you know, I was thinking about last, when I was two years ago. How long did it take into the summer until I could get up on the mountain? Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking about it. I think it was in late May. Mm-hmm. We had a friend come over, and I wanted to kind of show off the bighorns a little bit. We drove up there. Still, mm-hmm. three, four feet in some areas. Mm-hmm. So uh, I could only imagine what that area looks like right now. Yeah. Uh, with well, the amount, I can probably tell you, you've been up there. I've been you? up there. I was stuck up there, Floyd. So we what, what does it look like up there? Stuck. <laughs> I, I seem to get stuck a lot this year. I know who not to traipse around with. <laughs> oh dear. How does it look up there? So? Oh, there's, there's, uh, um, where I, where I was was up near the cabins, just up above Red Grade, and I'm gonna say there's four and five feet of snow up there in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the level. Yeah. Well, so. almost like a kind of an average in that area. Well, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And all that's going to come down that mountain at one point or another. Yes, sir. Now, uh, moving on, let's take a look at uh, 
any open positions within the county that we might need to get filled? Do we have any uh, job openings that you know of? Well, uh, we've had one uh, replacing our administrative director, Renee Obermuller, and I would suspect that next week we'll have an announcement. Is she uh, retiring? She's retiring end of June. You know, and that's always really tough because uh, that's one of those positions where so much knowledge. Mm-hmm. 18 is, years worth. My goodness. Yeah. You know, when it comes to the administrators like that, right. they're the ones who r- really push in the papers in front of you. Isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. the ones who help explain everything and kind of yep. uh, keep us on track. Keep everybody on track. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so uh, I want to thank her for, for yeah. years of, of great service oh, and, and helping to run this county, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. So we've, uh, we, you know, we've timed it so that <clears throat> there's going to be a really good overlap between a new person and Renee. So they'll be able to take advantage of Renee's knowledge, and she'll be really cooperative and getting the person lined out and as, as well informed as she can. But eventually they got to take it over, and there'll obviously be some bumps in the road because there's just so much. But yeah. um, anyway, we're hopeful it's been a good process, and uh, it's going to work out. Next week, stand by. Okay, and now, now that announcement hasn't come out just yet. No, no, it okay. will come out uh, early next week. All right, fantastic. Are there any openings on uh, uh, any boards? I think we're, <clears throat> I think we're all full up right now, Floyd, on the boards. Yeah, we have. We've just made a few appointments, so mm-hmm. I think we're good. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic to hear. If people wanted to keep an eye on that, they can go to uh, Sheridan County website. Yes, right. Uh, and you've They're got a listed. listing of all the boards right. that are on there. I've been around there quite a bit. Right. So uh, as we uh, end the show today, I just got a quick question. What are you looking forward to most in uh, this spring season, Commissioner Ringley? Uh, getting rid of all the three-inch ice in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the, in my backyard, I don't know where all this stuff is going to go, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's a challenge for everybody. But yep. uh, I'm looking forward to the sunshine and green grass, being able to see the green grass. Yeah, exactly. yes. It's all going to happen. It always does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Commissioner Wright. I would I would uh, ditto what Tom said. The green grass, I mean, that means that the mower needs to come out pretty soon. But <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually enjoy mowing because I can get a lot of thinking done then. Yep. So. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a meditation. It is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it, it's a moment that I actually really enjoy too. Yeah, uh, it's well, I'm certainly looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting that ice out of my yard as well. <laughs> uh, Lake Whiting is out there right now, and I need to figure out what to do with it. Right, uh, commissioners, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. Thanks it's for always a us. pleasure, thank gentlemen. You, All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 9:30 KROE and 103.9 FM, shared. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds 
per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. This is Dan Marshall with Captain Clean. While dirty ductwork and carpet doesn't necessarily mean unhealthy air in your home, school, or workplace, they may be contributing to larger health issues or harboring contaminants that could cause serious problems for people with respiratory health conditions, autoimmune disorders, or environmental allergies. Call Captain Clean today for your free HVAC and free carpet cleaning estimate. It's 100% free. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. I'm kind of sad. Snowmobile season is coming to an end, but you know what that means. St. Patty's Day? No, I'm talking about spring break for 2024 Ski-Doo and Link Sleds. What's spring break? It's when you can pre-order one of the 2024 models and get an extra year of warranty or $750 worth of parts and accessories for free. I guess it's time to spread the word about spring break. It is. Stop in before March 31st to put your deposit in for your dream machine. Visit Sheridan Power Sports for your spring break needs. It's the final week of Moss Holders American Made Furniture Sale. Moss Holders carries USA made furniture for nearly every room in your house. So whether you're needing a new mattress, updating your sofa or sectional, or looking for a new bedroom or dining set, Moss Holders has American made products that are on sale now. In stock or special order, every USA made product will be discounted. Come support American workers and get quality furniture for your space. Moss Holders American made sale ends this Saturday. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930. KROE. Sheridan. Oh! 